to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar, and thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. Hope you're having a good morning so far. Trying to stay warm anyway. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And what a week. Goodness gracious. It has, uh, it's been a in a week, hasn't it? Yeah. It, I'm guessing uh, you got snow, unless unless you're listening, well, you could be listening on the live stream anywhere in the world, mind you, but uh, I'm guessing, for the most part, you're listening around here, so yeah, dealing with, uh, what, anywhere from 8, 10, 12, 20 inches of snow? Ugh. Man. That was... Uh, it's quite the snowstorm, and it certainly did affect the uh, uh, the fishing. There's no doubt about that. Not that you know you really want to be messing around once you be sitting out there in the snow. Any you know eh, snowstorm. Eh. So fishing, well, it, it didn't matter anyway because the fishing was you know pretty tough during the snowstorm anyhow. But uh, uh, I think we're going to make up for that this weekend. Um, should be fairly, at least today anyway, it'll be fairly decent. Um, weather should be okay. You know, it's been stable the last couple of days, so I think fishing will uh, uh, will be all right. I'm going to be kind of curious to see what kind of uh, uh, results these kids have. There's a big high school tournament going on this weekend in the area in pools uh, uh, 7 and 8. And uh, so I'll be kind of curious. It's, yeah, there's... Stuff going on down at the Lacrosse Center there as well. and um, So I'll be kind of curious to see what uh, what kind of results they get. I know the uh, a buddy of mine uh, texted me a picture. He was wondering if I was going fishing this morning, and I'm like, no, i got to work. But he texted me a uh, picture of Lake Onalaska, which already looks uh, pretty packed, <laughs> which doesn't surprise me. Um I'm sure it will be a uh, a busy place this weekend. But it sounds like they're at least, you know, maybe catching a few more fish anyway. Um, but uh, I was talking to Jared up at, at Fat Cat Bait up in Trempola there, and um, it sounds like all, you know, there are fish there, and, and they can be caught, but they can be a little finicky. Um, they're just not moving around very much. They're just staying put. Is what uh, what he was saying anyway, you know, like the perch and the bluegills and things like that. Um, uh, and I would imagine the crappie at least up on the the lake as well, and in other places. But uh, um, yeah, they're they're being being kind of finicky, and guys drilling a lot of holes, 
um, trying to find them. You know, if you find them, great. You probably will do okay. Uh, and then that they'll just get tight-lipped and you know the they'll be done. Time to move to the time to move to another place. But that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, you know, and uh, I guess one place where the crappie is doing okay, up uh, up by Winona anyway. Um, I would imagine some of the backwater areas in there, and it's uh, so if you're looking to head up that way, probably do all right. Some of those uh, sloughs, you know, up uh, uh, along the river there, yeah, shouldn't be too uh, shouldn't be too bad. Uh, the other thing too. Um, Sounds like the walleye and soccer bite is starting to pick up a little again, uh, pick up again um, by the lock and dams, too. They uh, are having uh, decent success with, uh, with walleyes, anyway, uh, up here by Dresback and uh, doing okay there. I saw a few guys out on the ice, uh, what was it yesterday or Thursday? Can't remember which. Um, but. Uh, I guess it was Thursday. Uh, there were a few folks uh, out on the ice in the main channel there, and uh, couldn't tell, of course, uh, from the distance where I how they were doing. But uh, there were at least a few people out there anyway. Uh, it sounds like uh, the the sauger bite is doing a little bit better up by Trempolo. I'm guessing there they're catching a few walleyes, but uh, it sounds like it's mostly sauger up by Trempolo anyway. So um, be forewarned for that. It's kind of six on one half, dozen of another. But and you know, as far as uh, what to use, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's live bait. Uh, minnows are are doing well for uh, for the perch and crappie, and um, sounds like uh, for whatever reason uh, conditions or whatever. Uh, Jarrett was saying that the uh, the beaver tail uh, have been doing well. I'm not sure why compared to you know, say rosy reds or what you know. Hey, whatever. Um, so there's a uh, a little bait tip for you, anyway. But but yeah, it sounds like you're going to have to move around a bit to uh, to find the fish this weekend if you are uh, uh, going to be headed out. So uh, just uh, just be forewarned for that. Make sure you're, uh, make sure that auger is nice and sharp before you you head out the door there. So it's uh, it'll be a challenge, but hey, that's. You know, part of the fun of uh, of getting out there and doing it. So, anyhow, I got to take a short break. Uh, I will be back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors. Uh, as you can kind of tell, it's uh, I have uh, the only thing I caught this week was a cold. Goodness, well, I caught it last weekend as well, and oh goodness. So, I got to take a short break. I will be back in just a moment with more of the program and talk a little bit. Uh, actually, we're kind of look ahead a little bit on the calendar. Uh, we're, we're getting, you know, we're, we're certainly closer to spring than we are winter. So I know we had all the snow this week and everything, but, but we're getting there. So talk a little bit about that. Oh, a whole bunch of other things as well coming up on the show between now and nine o'clock. So stay tuned. Be back in just a few moments with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM.
As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Before Chuck Mefford, I had no idea what branding really was. Bruce Smolik, the money man from Firefighters Credit Union. Nor did I know how powerful it could be to promote our business. Hi, I'm Chuck Mefford. Make your business famous with a Brandsformation, the four-step marketing system proven to give your business real and measurable return on investment. It doesn't matter how great your business is. It doesn't matter how great your service is. If no one knows who you are. Most of the people in this community didn't know they could come do business with us. And obviously that's not the case anymore. The people at Midwest Family Radio understand what he's about and will help you learn how to own mental real estate. Learn how to take your good local business and turn it into a great local brand. From the experts at Midwest Family Broadcasting, they'll make you famous. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And taking a look at some of the, and, and you know, I was talking about this during the, uh, well, I wasn't, but talking about the fishing conditions and things like that, too. Uh, one thing I overlooked, too, was uh, the fact it's, we've got stable water. That's uh I think that's that'll help as well in in uh, just kind of taking away one of those those variables that uh, can affect fishing as well. Right now we're sitting at just about six feet, um, and it's been pretty steady for the last couple of days. So, uh, and it looks like we're going to be at least here in La Crosse anyway, good and stable for a little while anyway. And and I think that will uh, that will certainly, like I said, it I, you know. It will affect the fishing anyway, and, and just like I said, take one of those variables away that can really kind of screw things up. You know, when it, we get those big, you know, rises and drops and things like that, that always just kind of messes things up. So, looks uh, looks good and steady here for the next few days. So, uh, that's uh, one thing to uh, check off the list anyway. Flow is down uh, a little bit as well, or I should say, pardon me, I, I misread that. Pardon me, it's up a little bit. Uh, Crescent incident at uh, about twenty three thousand cubic feet per second, but uh, about the same uh, up at Tremplo as well. Um, close up just a little bit, but not uh, not a whole lot. I don't think that's going to uh, affect things a great deal at all um, in terms of uh, in terms of fishing. You know that just if it was jumping up twenty thousand, then yeah, it would. But it's uh, it's not, of course. Uh, River temperatures haven't changed a whole lot either. Uh, 32 here, uh, pretty much across the board. Although, you know, you get some of those springs, uh, find a little bit warmer water too. I think that can also uh, uh, be a help too for uh, for finding those fish this weekend. Find that little bit of a uh, little bit of warmer water, which uh, 
is always a uh, always a good thing. Just uh, even a few degrees can make a big difference to fish here, and that kind of ties into to uh, uh, a little bit what I wanted to talk a little bit about today too. And I, I mean, I realize that we got what you know, put half a snow in some places or more in some places, and you know we're just we had that big cold snap here too. But I mean, you know, if you think about it. It's already February 16th, so the month is already half gone. Um, and, you know, we're actually going to be closer to spring than winter. Um, doesn't necessarily feel like it. Yeah, I know it's nine below this morning here, but I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> anyway, but, yeah, I mean, you know, so, you know, we're we're actually, we're getting close. You know, it's, it's going to be here before you know it. Let's just put it that way. Um, and certainly, uh, one of the things that we're going to see here as the uh, the temperatures start to warm up and the days get a little bit longer is, uh, and there's certainly plenty of it to uh, to do this is uh, you know melt the snow off and uh, it'll be a while before that ice gets uh, melted off this year, which is a good thing. Um, but you know when that happens, when we get that melt, um, it pretty much does a couple things. And we saw, you know, I think we saw it a little bit earlier too in the winter when we had, you know, the freeze and then um, we had that real warm stretch where it was, you know, what, low 40s or upper 30s, low 40s. And, you know, you go along the sheet. That, that's kind of, you know, what we're going to we're get here. You know, we're going to get, uh, you know, a little bit higher water and a lot dirtier water. You know, you get all that mud and debris and gunk and everything, you know, running in and, you know, it's just going to uh, dirty that water up. So thought I'd share maybe just, you know, something, some things to think about. Like I said, I'm looking down the road here uh, to, uh, in terms of presenting your lures when that water is so dark, you know, it looks like dirt and you think you could walk across. You can't, but, you know, you get the idea. But um, I guess the first thing is, is that, uh, you know, change your mindset. Dirty water can be a good thing. Um, just contrast it with a clear water lake, a back bay, river, and, uh, I mentioned a moment ago here too. You know the the uh, water temperatures will be a little bit warmer in some places today. Anyway, it's going to be the same too when uh, we get that dirty water. Uh, it will be you know several degrees warmer than than the clear water, which uh, certainly uh, is a good thing. You know those dark particles absorb the sunlight and uh, such as it is, and um, warm that water up just that much faster. Which in turn are going to make those fish, uh, whether it's you know walleye or bass or crappie or bluegills, what have you, uh, they're just going to be more active. They're going to know it's like, hey, you know, spring is coming, summer's going to be here. I got to start packing on the weight here. It's time to time to get busy, you know, making little fishies. So I got you know I got to start working my bulking up for that. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, these fish will feel more secure in their locations. Um, You know, often in shallow areas, certainly as we get into, as spring moves closer, they're going to be moving more shallow, following the bait fish, of course. Um, You know, since that area is going to have warmer water, you know, the bait fish will go in there. But, you know, since it's dark, that, you know, their predators can't see them, you know. And they can, you know, in turn be 
predator or prey, of course. Um, either way. But yeah, you know, pick locations when you're you're headed out there. Pick locations that have a high likelihood of holding fish. Uh, you know, tips of underwater points, shorelines, drop-offs, uh, wing dams, timber. Um, you know, those are the kinds of places. And, and uh, here, too, is a uh, a good place to have that depth finder out and working since, uh, obviously, you know, sight fishing, um, unless you're working in an area, you know, like trees, for example, where you know there's some obvious, you know, structure above and below, but um, it's not going to help all that much. So, you know, now that you've got an idea of, of places that you want to try out, and again, too, I, I think a lot of places that um, that you're going to be looking for are going to be sort of remnants of where the fish are at the end of the open, or I should say at the end of the ice water season, uh, the hard water season, um, they're just not going to move around all that much, uh, you know, they'll start transitioning into those shallow areas. And, you know, as long as there's food sources there for them or near them anyway, um, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be hanging in those spots. So, you know, now that we've talked a little bit about spots anyway, uh, how to present the lure and which ones to use, you know, and to which ones, you know, you want to go to bass, walleye, um, Whatever. You know, it really just, it, it, ultimately, it just kind of comes down to uh, simple presentations. There really isn't anything terribly, you know, finesse about it. Um, you know, you're not working on the premise that the, the fish can see your lure very well, if at all. You know, so you've got to, you know, mostly engage those other senses that the fish has. Uh, those other senses to help get that hookup. Um, and that involves, for the most part, feel and smell. You know, the feel part goes like this, you know, by displacing the water, a fish with the, with their lateral line can key in on the vibrations and sound of a, and sound to, uh, to target the prey, which in, in this case is a lure, you know, maybe you've got a minnow or something like that, or, or, uh, rattle trap, something like that, a jig of some sort or another. Um, that makes a little bit of noise. Um, you know, once we get a little closer to the open water, of course, then, you know, you can start bringing out like the spinner baits, the, uh, crank baits, that kind of thing. Um, maybe a, you know, just a jig with some, uh, a little plastic twister tail, something that's going to move that water around a little bit and create that noise, that vibration that, uh, the, uh, the fish will pick up on. Excuse me. Um, but anyway, regardless uh, of what you use, the noises created by those lures um, certainly can bring in bass and walleye to investigate. Um, you know. And the trick, one of the things anyway, is to be consistent. Um, just like a straight retrieve. Nothing terribly fancy there. Um, you know. Just a, a straight retrieve, something consistent uh, that the fish can key in on uh, with their lateral line. Um, with a start-stop kind of presentation, um, you know, like a jerk bait or something like that anyway, it's 
not as easy for fish to track somewhat, uh, and, and therefore, at least in stained water anyway, or dark, dirty water, um, it's going to be a whole lot less effective. Um, another thing that you may want to think a little bit about as far as uh, um, your lure goes is adding some extras, some plus ones, if you will. And there are a couple of ways to accomplish this with, uh, with scent or flash. Uh, and really haven't talked about scent all that much, but yeah, it's, it's important. Um, certainly that's how they, you know, will key in on the minnows and things like that. Um, you know, but by adding scent anyway, you're, you know, you're helping draw in the fish since, you know, you've made that noise. Um, they're keying in on your lure. Now just, you know, add that next step, add that next layer, if you will, um, to, uh, to keep that fish interested and, and, what you're offering. And, you know, this is one way to, I guess, really ultimately help seal the deal. Of course, the easiest way to, you know, to do that is put something like a, you know, a minnow or a chunk of nightcrawler, leech, whatever. Um, something that's got a, a good scent to it. Um, and that scent trail, you know, obviously should be enough that, uh, even in the darkest, dingiest water, um, a fish can still find it. The other thing, too, is that um, the smell is natural, uh, if you will. Uh, you know, a predator expects to be smelling that scent in the water. You know, there's that muscle memory, so to, th- so to speak, anyway. It's like, yeah, this is what a minnow, you know, this is what I, you know, there's nothing there that's going to like, hey, hold on a second here. Um, that sort of thing. Um, you know, that's not to say that other artificial sense, you know, that you can add to your lure won't work. But, you know, something natural, a minnow smell, that that worm smell, if you will, um, is, uh, you know, it's original, it's organic. Um, and I think in this type of scenario anyway, probably, uh, probably the best. And lastly, um, you know, besides scent anyway, is, uh, um, you know, adding some flash to your lure. Uh, and this isn't about lure color, uh, which for these situations should be bright anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, and talking about, you know, Silver and gold for spinnerbait blades, whites, chartreuses, and orange. Uh, those bright, bold colors that uh, excuse me um, is really what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, in terms of colors, anyhow. Um, but no, this is uh, some extras, some things in there too. Uh, a little flash, like maybe a tinsel uh, on a lure's hooks. This, this is where. You know, you get those those dressed hooks. Um, you talk about things like that. That add, you know, a lot of times they're, you know, white with a little bit of red mixed in there. Um, whether it's supposed to, you know, imitating flaring gills or an injury or something like that. Um, and this is where, you know, if you're a fly fisherman, you can, uh, you can create your own dressed hooks with a uh, uh, little crystal flash or flashaboo. Uh, comes in, you know, Tons of different colors. Um, or you can buy the pre-made ones, too. Um, I've always found they're a little... 
but then again, I've got all the fly fishing stuff, so I've always found that those were a little on the the pricey side. Um, and I can make ones that are just, they may not be quite as pretty, but they're a whole heck of a lot cheaper. You know, the other thing too is if, if obviously if you make your own, then you can customize it to what you want. Maybe, you know, a little green in there, a little red, gold, blue, silver, uh, take your pick, whatever. What you're, uh, you're imitating is the sunlight hitting the side of a minnow or maybe a small fish. You know, like I said, maybe a flaring gill of some sort. Again, all to uh, all to help draw in the predator. So, you know, ultimately here, to, to kind of wind things up, by combining all these three elements, you know, sound and scent and flash, along with, uh, you know, finding those higher percentage locations, you know, can certainly improve your chances this spring when that... Uh, when we get that dirty water, and I'm going to be kind of curious to see what it's uh, what it's going to be like when I get out there today. If uh, um, I get out on the uh, out on the lake there and and see, well, the last time it was, uh, I was surprised how dirty it was. I thought for sure it would be uh, wouldn't be quite as bad as it was, but we'll see. But yeah, those are the sort of things that you can do to help uh, you know just improve your chances for. Uh, for a lot better, uh, a lot better hookups. You're out on the water this uh, this spring, which, yeah, I mean, you think about it, it's like okay, so there's two weeks, less than two weeks now for uh, until we hit March. Yeah, actually, it's uh, what two weeks from, yeah, two weeks from today. Well, two weeks from yesterday, I should say. Pardon me. Um, I'm thinking state hockey down in Madison myself, but. It's two weeks from today, but uh, um, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's going to be here, you know. And certainly, as we uh, we approach March, and it's going to start to get warmer, and then things get muddy and slushy and dirty, and it can't be a winter wonderland all the time, I guess. Anyhow, okay, going to take a a break here and. Come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Imagine this. You bundle up and walk out onto a frozen lake on a clear, crisp winter day. Your sled is full of fishing gear, your fishing license in your pocket. You have got it together. Coffee, beer, and your Yeti. You know that when it's freezing outside, your Yeti will keep your coffee hot and your beer cold, but it won't freeze. Ace of Lacrosse has the full line of Yeti products, and they have everything to make sure you have a killer day out on the ice. Ace Hardware, the official hardware store of the Wisconsin Badgers. Life on the river. There's nothing better. If you want to live that life and make a living, then Brennan Marine is perfect for you. Join their team and live the adventure of working on towboats. Brennan Marine is looking to fill several positions for physical work in both lacrosse and lansing. Pay starting at $15 per hour. Advancement opportunities and benefits like health, dental, life, profit sharing, and 401k. If you can pass a drug screening and physical. To learn more and to apply, go to jfbrennan.com. Brennan Marine, building your career on the river.
the KTY. It is now 836. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at Tony Ryerson or dot com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And there's certainly uh, plenty of fishing news to uh, share with you this week. And uh, just saw this. This just came out yesterday, as a matter of fact, that uh, over in Minnesota on the uh, same day that the Minnesota DNR announced it discovered chronic wasting disease in a wild deer in Crow Wing County. Uh, Governor Walls today, or Friday, I should say, announced a new funding proposals to uh, combat CWD. And the governor is proposing four, spending $4.57 million, uh, over the next two fiscal years and a million uh, plus thereafter, uh, which would go to enhance the DNR surveillance capabilities and rapid response to uh, uh, disease detection. And additionally, the governor is proposing spending $208,000 in 2020 and $529,000 starting in 2021 uh, to the Board of Animal Health to improve their monitoring and practices surrounding farm deer and chronic wasting disease. And, uh, of course, uh, the Minnesota DNR is going to be implementing a swift response with the goal of eliminating the disease from the areas where it's been found. They'll try anyway. Additionally, they will also determine where the deer are located near Crow Wing County by working with conservation officers and wildlife staff and by conducting an aerial survey. Um, And actually, this is the the first time anyway, according to uh, the governor's office here, uh, that, uh, or at least according to the DNR, the Minnesota DNR, uh, that the uh, disease has been found outside of southeastern Minnesota. And, of course, uh, talked about this um, a month or two ago, um, that there have been deer that have been infected with CWD in Fillmore County and uh, not that long, and Winona counties as well, and uh, not that long ago, uh, Houston County as well. So we'll uh, keep you apprised of that one uh, as well. Uh, some other things uh, in terms of uh, in terms of the news uh, that uh, that I wanted to talk about anyway, and, and uh, is just this is kind of just, and I'm not a hunter. Um, I'll tell you that straight. I don't hunt deer, and I've got family and friends that that do and love the sport, uh, and are are good ethical hunters. Know what they're doing, and. Uh, This and, and and I wanted because it's, it's to me it's like if you look at pictures of what a deer looks like versus what an elk looks like. Uh, yeah, I don't, some people are just kind of idiots. I guess is just the long and the short of it. But anyway, uh, the Wisconsin DNR and Monroe County Crime Stoppers are are looking for uh, the public's help with illegal the illegal shooting of an adult uh, cow elk. Um, they're also offering some private rewards as well, but, uh, um, they're looking for that, uh, illegal shooting. It happened last year during the 2018 gun deer season, uh, and the information that they sent out anyway, it said, you know, sometime in the afternoon of Monday, November 19th, uh, a person or persons, uh, 
shot and killed an adult cow elk uh, on Jackson County Forest property near uh, Lake Wazee County Park, uh, about uh, six miles east of the city of Black River Falls. And here's the thing, too. Uh, another thing, anyway, in the, it's like the, the ear or the elk, I should say. The elk was wearing a, a blaze orange GPS collar and had at least one yellow ear tag. Um, you know, and, and just uh, stupidity. I, I, that's just the simplest. It's like, how can you not see that? You know, it, uh, morons. That's just the simple, the long and the short of it, whoever did this. Um, but the shooting, anyway, has prompted three groups and one private citizen to offer financial rewards for information uh, leading to the arrest of the offender. And those uh, offering rewards are the Jackson County Wildlife Fund, uh, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, the Wisconsin Wildlife Federation, and a uh, private landowner as well. Um, excuse me. Just <clears throat> needed a drink there. Uh, but while the... Uh, DNR Bureau of Law Enforcement is investigating the case. It's not handling the financial rewards. Uh, instead, Monroe County Crime Stoppers is assisting with the DNR uh, in collecting information about the, the shooting so that, you know, if you want to remain anonymous, you can. So, you know, callers with information will not have to identify themselves and they will be assigned a code number to protect, protect their identity. And that's kind of how, you know, Crime Stoppers things work. Um, but uh, to be eligible for a reward consideration, um, just contact Monroe County Crime Stoppers. Uh, it's uh, area code 608-269-STOP or uh, 608-372-STOP. So, and like I said, for the life of me, I'm like, you know, I've, I've seen elk, you know, and I've seen, you know, adult females and it's like, well, first of all, there's a pretty big size difference. And secondly, and then, you know, you talk about it's like it had an ear tag and it had a, a GPS collar, blaze orange Jeep. It's like, well, let's put it this way. These are not, the, the people that did this are just not hunters. You know, they're idiots with guns. And I'm not denigrating gun control or anything like that, but these people should not be having weapons. And I, you know, at this point when they, uh, when they get found, you know, I'm guessing that, uh, they will get the book thrown at them. Deservedly so. It's just a stupid, stupid thing that they did. And obviously they knew it was wrong because it's like, oh, we're in trouble. We better, you know, run and hide. So let's tack on cowardly as well, in addition to being, Idiots that don't know what deer look like and can't tell the difference between a deer and an elk. So, some people are just, uh, like I said, not the brightest. And it's unfortunate because then we all suffer for that. But it is nice to see that, you know, there are people in you know, organizations uh, that are stepping up to, you know, offer rewards to help catch these people. And it's a shame these people haven't been caught already. Um, so, like I say, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this a little bit today and, and cover a little bit of this on the program because, you know, obviously, you know, 
these people need to be caught and punished for their uh, misdeeds. Like, and it was great. It, it, you know, elk are just you know gorgeous creatures anyway. And I mean, you know, hunting them. You know, I, I've known people that have hunted elk. You know, out west and things like that, you know, and, and I mean, they're just they're great to hunt. It was great for a while up by the TV station. Uh, some folks had uh, had some elk. So, I mean, you, you drive by there and, you know, these animals are huge. I don't under, you know, it's like there's a big difference between the deer standing on the side of the, you know, if you've, you've obviously seen the, even a big doe. I mean, there isn't even, it, it's not even close. Like I said, these people are just idiots. Which is... Uh, Probably being charitable, but so hopefully the you know getting helping get the word out anyway and and telling folks about this will uh, spur someone to maybe give a call to the Crime Stoppers folks and they can catch that person. I'd love to come back next week and say, hey, you know, shared this information and somebody called in and they caught the idiots. Let's hope that happens. Anyhow, some other uh, news here as well. Um, shifting back to fishing anyway. Uh, anglers on Lake Mille Lacs who will have an opportunity to keep some walleye during the open water fishing season this year. Um, uh, this follows several seasons of just simply catch and release fishing on the lake. Um, last year, apparently, uh, state anglers stayed well under the state's or the lake's safe harvest allocation for walleyes. And uh, with an improving walleye population, the uh, Minnesota DNR uh, will allow some walleye harvest when the season opens in about three months. Uh, the DNR is going to announce, uh, sometime next month anyway, uh, the uh, Mille Lac uh, walleye regulations for the upcoming season. And uh, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll see here that uh, um, how much they will... Uh, allow folks to keep, uh, but the DNR is considering allowing uh, the walleye harvest during the cool water periods in the spring and fall. Uh, the agency is exploring a variety of regulation options and will be uh, discussing the alternatives with the Malak Fisheries Advisory Committee, a group of local businesses, fishing experts, and community leaders uh, that will help advise on the regulations and uh, other issues. So, it's... Uh, it's been a struggle there, but hopefully uh, hopefully there is good news that uh, we'll be continuing about that. Well, it was good news anyway for last year, but, you know, and good news for this year. So hopefully it will uh, will cont- or continue to be an upward trend. But um, Malak, anyway, is, is being boosted by a 2013 year class of fish that's been protected by regulations and is uh, just starting to produce young fish that uh, appear to be surviving. So it's certainly one of the uh, great lakes to to go fishing, certainly, you know, for walleye, uh, but, uh, um, you know, bass and muskie as well. Um, Actually, in uh, 2017, uh, Malak was named the number one bass fishing lake in the nation by Bassmaster Magazine. And, uh, of course, the the lake had the Angler of the Year championship in 
2016 and 2017 as well. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty good fishery, but the walleye is uh, um, took a hit there for a while and is now starting to uh, now starting to come back. Oh, uh, one other thing here too, I wanted to, to mention before I'm uh, speaking of Minnesota anyway, is that uh, you can start buying now for. Um, Twenty nineteen, or I should say, they will go on sale. Pardon me on Monday. Uh, forgive me uh, that you can start buying your uh, twenty nineteen fishing licenses. Go on sale on Monday morning, and then uh, they will be good for the next year. So that's uh, important to uh, have that new license because the old ones will expire here. Uh, in uh, about 12 days at the end of February, February 28th. So need that new license for 2019. Um, And then, of course, the new license will take effect on March the 1st and go until February 28th of next year. So don't forget to to, uh, to get that license. It is coming up on uh, 8.50. I'm going to take a short break and come back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors. Here on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. City life, you're in the thick of it. Neighbors can be friendly, but you prefer them further away. You're looking for something more quiet, more relaxing, room to stretch out, absorbing the vibrant colors of all four seasons. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or that perfect country home you imagine every time you hear your neighbors. Whatever you're looking for, Tony can seek it out. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. It's the coolest thing you'll do all year. Brave the frigid waters of the Mississippi for the 21st Annual Polar Plunge. Friday, March 1st, you can lace them up at the Freezing for a Reason 5K Run Walk. You can also add a splash to your dash. Plunging kicks off on Saturday, March 2nd. Plunge solo, plunge as a group, or take the easy way out and be too chicken to plunge. See all the ways you can get your plunge on at plungewi.org. The 21st Annual Polar Plunge Benefits Special Olympics with Midwest Family Broadcasting. In the days of the cave dwellers, a caveman would wake up in the morning, run around like a maniac, and go kill something. It's cuckoo. If he didn't kill something, he didn't eat. That's an insane way of living your life. That's the life of your average run-of-the-mill media salesperson, by the way. Running around like a nut going after targets to kill or sell, just so they can eat that night. Ugh. At Midwest Family Broadcasting, we think running around like a nut is nuts. And it's kind of abusive of business owners. We have a better way. Our salespeople sell marketing ideas, solutions. That means you got to have some good marbles upstairs, know a thing or two. But we pay our folks a base salary. We pay for your smarts. As you help our advertisers grow, your salary grows. Pretty cool, huh? No more swinging from tree to tree. Your last job is about to start at Midwest Family Broadcasting. Email Teresa Tim and tell her all about yourself. Teresa T at MWFbroadcasting.com. Midwest Family Broadcasting. We're an equal opportunity employer. 
Find huge savings now through Sunday during Menards Crazy Day Sale. Get a gallon of Dutch Boy Forever interior flat paint for $15.98 after sale price and rebate. 33.9 ounces of Folgers ground coffee is just $4.99. A pair of copper care grip socks is free after rebate. Get a two-pack of Sylvania LED flood bulbs for $9.79 and get a second one free. These deals are so crazy they're available in-store only while supply last. So hurry in to save big during Menards Crazy Day Sale. Save big money at Menards. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And before we hop back into uh, the world of outdoors, we'll stay indoors and head to the hardwoods. Not the the hard ice, but the hardwood. Uh, We've got college basketball coming your way uh, later on today on WKTY. Uh, starting at 12.45, where uh, Xavier takes on Providence. And then uh, later on in the day, Tennessee is at Kentucky. And a little bit more college action coming your way on Sunday as well. Uh, at uh, or I should say that Tennessee-Kentucky game, yeah, 6.45. And then uh, on Sunday uh, at 3.45, Villanova and St. John's uh, get together. And for you uh, auto racing fans, we've got... Uh, Oh, it's just a small little race called the Daytona 500. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the biggies. Yeah, we've got that starting tomorrow at uh, 12:30 uh, on our sister station uh, WIZM 1410 AM, and uh, that'll be a that'll be a fun one. And then uh, a little high school action coming your way on Monday uh, as uh, Aquinas takes on Central. Uh, that'll get underway about 7:15 or so. Again here on uh, WKTY. And got a few minutes uh, left to go in the program for today. And uh, just want to mention, too, it's, uh, you, you've still got time. It's, uh, uh, I haven't seen that they've, uh, they've sold out yet, but uh, it's always a, always a good thing um, to check this out. It's the uh, Cooley Region Trident Unlimited Banquet uh, coming up uh, on uh, Actually, next Friday, as a matter of fact. So, uh, got to get things uh, cracking. If you want to uh, head over to uh, Cedar Creek on Friday evening, uh, doors open at 6, dinner served at 7. Uh, and again, this is uh, one of the big fundraisers that they've got for uh, uh, all the work that Cooley Region Trout Unlimited does in the area. And if, uh, uh, you know, they, they certainly do a number of different projects around the area, they certainly do a lot of. Uh, uh, educational work as well, so help support them. Enjoy a great evening of good conversation, lots of fun, and lots of opportunities to uh, uh, win some cool prizes as well. Yeah, they got—I mean, they got tons of raffles and uh, all sorts of things, uh, games and whatnot. It's a fun way to—a fun way to spend an evening. There's just no doubt about it. And again, it's out at uh, out at Cedar Creek uh, this coming Friday. Uh, tickets are forty five dollars or uh, twenty dollars for those under eighteen. And uh, if uh, if you're looking for more information, uh, oh, by the way, and it is open to anybody uh, who wants to attend. Um, and if you're uh, looking for more information on that, 
Uh, just uh, Kurt Reese is the uh, the gentleman who's uh, helping organize that. Uh, just uh, shoot him an email at uh, Kurt Reese, C U R T R E E S at uh, at gmail dot com. And uh, if you're getting if you're looking for more information too, just go to the uh, the Cooley Region Trout Unlimited website. Uh, it's just uh, CooleyRegionTU.org, and they will. Uh, there's a link in there that uh, will get you to the uh, the ticket information and some of the other particulars that you may need to know. So, and uh, check that out if you uh, if you get the opportunity. <laughs> it's a uh, like I said, it's a, a fun way to spend an evening, and I know I've uh, I've enjoyed some good company there and. Met some nice folks, and always, uh, always a good time. Always a good time. Like I said, if you're into fly fishing, then uh, that is definitely a uh, definitely a fun time to spend. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see here. Got a couple of minutes left to go in the program, and uh, let's see. Check my other notes. Da 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 da, and. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, let's do this. Let's double check this real quick here. Sorry about that. It's just uh, <laughs> well, let's say my computer went a little wonky on me here. So trying to get all this uh, all this taken care of. Anyway, uh, you know, and, and one of the things that uh, at least I had the opportunity to take care of anyway was uh, um, at least during this the last few <laughs> days. Uh, or last weekend and in the next week or last week when uh, we had the snow and it was just kind of, I wasn't feeling good, but like you just want to do something anyway. And I was starting to get some stuff ready for uh, the open water season. And I'm like, okay, let's uh, start spooling things up. If you haven't yet, now's not a bad time. Maybe tomorrow or, you know, get those reels spooled up or, uh, or re-spooled. From last year, anyway. I mean, I don't think I need to fill you in on how to remove line from the reels and just take it somewhere and get it recycled. And it's amazing, you know. I, I'm like, I've got you know, several reels, and it's like, you know, you bag all that stuff. It's like, holy cow, that's a lot of a lot of line. You know, clean everything off just a little bit. That's kind of one of the things I, you know, they helped spurred me to like talk about. Today it's like, yeah, we're getting close, you know. Open water season is not that far away. I'm trying to be optimistic anyhow. So I hope uh, I hope you can as well. Anyhow, I've got to wrap things up for this Saturday. Uh, hopefully you get a chance to uh, get out and do a little fishing this weekend. If not, maybe get uh, start getting the uh, regular gear ready for uh, open water season. Either way, it's all good. So until next Saturday, you have yourself a tremendous weekend. Be safe if you're headed out, of course. Take all the safety gear along and all that uh, as well. And of course, too, if you get the opportunity to take the kids out, by all means, please do so. Teach them the joys of the outdoors. Always a good day. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors.
Wisconsin Sports Leader. WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Hey!